Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor. Well, glad to have you on another episode of the Money Night Podcast. We got a good show for you today. It is end of year financial planning, and we got some strategies for those that are maybe nearing or embracing their retirement years. We're going to explore the nuances of optimizing your investment portfolio. We'll talk about safeguarding your assets and ensuring a stable, rewarding lifestyle in the years to come. We got some great topics like RMDs, tax saving opportunities technology, and much, much more. So stay with us. It's time for the Money Night Podcast with certified financial planner, Wade Chessman, president and wealth advisor at Chessman Wealth Strategies. Welcome into the Money Night Podcast. Glad to have you, Ben George, along with Wade Chessman, president and wealth advisor of Chessman Wealth Strategies. Wade, into the year, I know it's uh, you got a lot going on with the holidays, but we still got to make time to pay attention to our finances, right? That's right. End of the year is busy. It's also a great time to do some year-end planning. So we've got to make sure we make time for it. And we, and we try to do that. We build it into our calendar to make sure that we leave plenty of opportunity for people to, that have questions and Try to be proactive about doing some year-end stuff, so I'm excited about this episode. Yeah, me too. We're going to have a go. We're going to lay out some different things that you can be paying attention to. I know if you work with Wade, you're probably going through these things throughout the year, but for those that maybe don't have uh, that professional guidance or just looking for some things maybe you can button up before the new year, we have a number of items we'll go through today, plus a bonus one in our Kingdom Minute, so stay tuned for that as well. Uh, Make sure as well you can join us at chessmanwealth.com for this podcast, all of our podcasts, and a lot of great resources and tools. But more importantly, you can schedule a time to meet with Wade there as well if you'd like to do that. But the easiest one, Wade, chatwithwade.com. You made it simple for everyone. This Yeah, I love up. chatwithwade.com. <laughs> it takes you right to my calendar. You can pick a time. It, we can do – it's a Zoom. But if you don't want to do Zoom, we can just do a phone call the old-fashioned way. People still talk on phones, Ben. I know. Believe it or not, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. All right. We'll jump into this, Wade, and, and talk a little bit about – uh, this this end of year financial planning. Let's just start with some general planning and investment strategies that you're paying attention to right now. All right. Uh, well, one of the big ones is uh, when you take a look at your investment portfolio, maybe consider rebalancing. What do we mean by that? Well, you know what we tend to do as investors, and it's easy to do. It, it's psychological. We want to, you know, buy the things that are going up and sell the things that are going down, and almost guaranteed if you look the next year, everything that you that went down is a lot of times will go back up. So mm-hmm. we tend to tend to do the you know the exact opposite of what we should. So the idea of rebalancing is to look for those things that have done really well. Maybe consider taking some or part of that money and moving it to something that hasn't done as well. That's the whole concept of rebalancing. Risk, you know, always a good time, always a good idea. We, we do this regularly in our uh, meetings where we update and take a look at the risk tolerance questionnaire. But the idea is to revisit your risk. Make sure that you're Still feeling good about the level of risk you have. I always say if you've not taken enough risk, um, it's going to be frustrating when the market goes up and you're not capturing it. But if you take too much, that's where people make a lot of mistakes. That's where they end up selling out at the wrong time, uh, move, you know, trying to just can't handle it anymore. So it's a good year end's a great time to think about that, I think, as well. So to rebalancing and just understanding, make sure you feel comfortable with your current stage of risk that you're in, giving your time horizon and your goals. Yeah. What about uh, the maxing out contributions too? And you got you got a small window. I know some of it carries into the new year, but you have a window here to try to catch up on those things if you haven't closed them out and, and maxed them out. That's an that's a good one. You're right. Some of them you do have uh, until next year, but some of them you don't. Uh, if you want to max out that 401k, you got to do it before the end of the year. If you want to 
a lot of them like IRAs and Roths and things like that, even HSAs, I believe you can you can do that next year, but some of them aren't as forgiving. So you want to make sure that you take, this is a great time right now in November, December, just to make sure you have all that checked out. So that's a good one, Ben. Glad you brought that one up, that year-end contributions. There's some where the window is tight and you want to make sure you get it done. Well, we, we're putting some of the bigger ones up front, the things that you prioritize in the year. And tax planning certainly one of those things that come to mind. Oh, tax planning's huge. We've done a whole podcast on this. You know, the difference, we talked. We did a whole podcast on the difference between tax prep and tax planning. Tax prep, you know, we've got some great CPAs that we work with, and they do a great job in tax prep, and they do some work in tax planning. But, you know, they're doing thousands of returns. You know, they don't have time to necessarily look at each situation in depth. So tax planning is looking for opportunities. Is it is there tax loss opportunities to to take advantage of? Is there does it make is there a Roth conversion that may make sense? Does it make sense to take some gains? Are there RMDs that need to be taken? You know, if you have a beneficiary IRA, uh, the government God, they made it so confusing. Ben, they keep changing the rules, but you know they'll they'll say, well, if you had a Beneficiary IRA that say your grandfather died two years ago, left you an IRA. You have to take a distribution. You have to take money out over ten years, but this year you don't. You still have to take it out, but there's no penalty. It's just like all this weird stuff going on. So, just because you don't have to take money out doesn't mean you shouldn't. That's where tax planning, I think, is really critical for a lot of people. There's sometimes there's windows of opportunity they may not have available to them in the future. Let's say you're retired, but you're not yet getting Social Security. Maybe there's an opportunity to do some tax planning that will help you in the future. So tax planning is a big one. And I think it's a big one that's overlooked. So definitely would recommend taking advantage of that and at least looking at it. And sometimes, you know what, there's nothing you can do, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. But it's better to look at it rather than just hope for the best. That's not a really great strategy. No, we don't like the hope strategy. That's for sure. Again, if you hear something that you haven't touched on or paid attention to here as we close out 2023, like tax planning, if it's something you haven't tackled quite yet, Again, chatwithwade.com to set up a time to meet with Wade. All right. How about insurance? Uh, I know open enrollment's been going on now for the last month. So what are you paying attention to here? Well, by the time this comes out, it may be too late. But, yeah, you definitely want to review your health insurance options every year. Open enrollment. You can make changes. Maybe you had a regular uh, conventional plan and you want to be able to take advantage of a health savings account. So you change to a high deductible plan, things like that. You know, maybe you've been considering long-term care insurance. Uh, this is a good time just to nip it in the bud and check off the list, make sure you've done it. So just, you know, the end of the year and the beginning of the year are two great times to just think about things that maybe you've put off, right? And a lot of times that's how we do it. But this way you've got a regular clockwork. Hey, this is something I'm going to visit this year. Maybe long-term care is one of those. Health insurance Medicare changes. There's all kinds of things that happen toward the end of the year. Right, as we go through this list, you probably wouldn't think about, okay, technology is something you got to be paying attention to right now. But wait, there's been so much, so many scams that are out there, so much fraud that you always have to be paying attention to this and really keeping uh, your security buttoned up. Oh yeah, for sure. And I don't know about you, Ben, I get so many emails, Oh yeah, uh, po- you know, scamming emails and you hear about it more and more. Part of the problem is a lot of us don't have a robust process for passwords. We still write them down on a piece of paper. We use the same one over and over again. 
this might be a, a good time to think about doing like a RoboForm or LastPass, some kind of technology that will allow you to keep track of your stuff in a more safe and secure manner. Really think about maybe even signing up for some kind of fraud protection. One of the things we've talked about, we used, we've done a seminar on this, is freezing your credit. There's all kinds of things to con- consider, but again, you're in beginning of the year. That's a great time to be thinking about these things. Um, just once a year, I'm going to revisit where am I. It's better to do it now before something bad happens. Got one more on my list here, oh, Wade, that I want to yeah, yeah. want to hit with you, and that's some general way, generational wealth considerations. So gifting, we're at the time of the year where gifting is obviously top of mind for a lot of people, but thinking about both heirs and charity and just estate planning issues. Yeah, year-end time, great time to be thinking about gifts to uh, charity, number one. Uh, for those of you that are charitably minded, you know, there's a lot of interesting things you can do um, tax-wise. That's why tax planning is so important. You know, I talked about, Ben, the difference between tax avoidance versus tax evasion. 10 to 20 years in the slammer, right? <laughs> no? But there are some legal things we can do. The government set those up. Now, the reason we've talked about this before, the reason that's all in the code is to promote giving because the government knows that for the greater good of society, they want to they encourage people to give. So that's what we're so you're in it's a great time to be thinking about that. I, I think it's good to be thinking about it all year long, but as you're doing your year in tax planning, that's where a lot of times giving can come into play. Also, uh, think about giving to your um, family, your favorite people in your life. Um, that's another thing that can't be done at the at the next year. If you want to do some giving, take advantage of some tax laws, take advantage of the charitable gift or the uh, excuse me, the amount you can give. Any one person in any given year, you got to do that before the end of the year. So you want to be thinking about that. This will come up more. Ben, we'll probably do a whole podcast on this later in the future. But, you know, 2026 is coming along faster than we thought. And if the government doesn't do anything, there's going to be some significant changes to estate taxes. So we'll be have to be start thinking about that here soon. But, yeah, year in's a good time to be thinking about gifting to heirs and to charity. And if my parents are listening to this, hey, <laughs> Great idea for you guys, gifting to your heirs. Why don't do it right now, right, Ben? I love it. Why not? Plant the seed now while you can and uh, and, and take advantage of that. Yeah, absolutely. That's right. All right, wait, well, let's, uh, let's close it out on that note. Um, we will have a kingdom in just a second, but if you have any questions about these things, right, if there's anything on this list that you haven't gotten help with or you want to sit down and get some assistance with and work through, the team at Chessman Wealth, Happy to do that. Happy to sit down with you again. Start with chatwithwade.com or give them a call at 214-572-2120. But most importantly, be taking care of these things. And now this month's Kingdom Minute, where we learn what the Bible says about managing money and how it applies to your life. Let's hop into this week's Kingdom Minute, which is actually a little bonus year-end planning item. Yeah, so you know, a great thing to be thinking about going into the end of the year, into the and going into the next year is the whole idea of uh, having a budget. I've talked about it a million times. A lot of people don't like it. They think of a budget as something you go on like a diet, or they think of it as being about you know less spending time, you know, obsessively spending less on everything and generally having less fun. But you know, a budget to me isn't something you go on. It's a tool, and it's and it isn't about less. It's about more. Having more knowledge about what's happening with your money, so you can be more intentional about how you use it, so you have more for what matters most. So, 
kind of goes back to like the other things we talked about year in tax planning. Um, you know, it's you're doing that so that you can maximize what you have today, but also in the future. I, I think that is the same thing with a budget or a spending plan. Uh, in the parable of the talents, Jesus describes us as managers of his resources. That's a Matthew 25, 14 through 30. To truly manage money, a budget, or again, I like to call it a cash flow plan, is essential. Using one will help you build a surplus, accomplish your most important financial goals, and enjoy peace of mind. And Diana and I were talking about this the other day. I would say that she doesn't love the necessarily the process of budgeting, uh, kind of like working out. You know, I don't know too many people that just love working out all the time, but what they're doing it for is the benefits. And same thing with the budget, although I certainly like doing it. I'm probably a little bit weird. But the way I think about a budget, it's not about less. Again, it's about more, having more knowledge about what's happening for your money so you can be more intentional. And if you don't know how to do this or if you feel, hey, this is so overwhelming, I don't even have a clue how to start, then I'd love to help you. Uh, we, you know, the first place to start is to kind of, and I've got a great spreadsheet I can send you that gives you, starts to help you think about the different categories of spending, where you spend it. Sometimes we don't think about things that we spend money on. You know, people will come in and say, well, here's my budget. It's got like eight items on it. I'm like, well, do you ever buy clothes? Do you ever get your haircut? Do you ever give gifts to people? Do you ever have car expenses? Do you ever have things that just come, you know, house maintenance, things like that. So it helps you think through the categories. And then uh, then you can use a great program like FaithFi to help you track your expenses. And then you can start to make some serious uh, decisions and judgment about you know where you want your money to go. So I'd say my final year-end uh, idea, which is hop- also happens to be very biblical, is the idea of really start getting serious about setting up that spending plan and getting it, getting it ready uh, year in with uh, January 1st, have it all set up, ready to go. That'd be a great idea. Very good. Well, that's a good kingdom minute and, and a good kind of way to wrap up this episode with some year end planning items and some things that you should be thinking through right now before we close the books on 2023. Again, log on chessmanwealth.com to learn more about Chessman Wealth and everything they can do, plus a lot of resources and tools for you. But go to chatwithwade.com to get on Wade's schedule. You'll be able to pick out a time that works for your your time, your calendar and Wade's as well and begin that process. So Wade, as always, we appreciate your time and, and hope you have a good holiday season. Thank you. The opinions voiced in Money Night with Wade Chessman are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. To determine what may be appropriate for you, consult with your attorney, accountant, financial, or tax advisor prior to investing. Guests on Monday night are not affiliated with CWM LLC. Investment advisory services offered through CWM LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor.